Actually, I like the beauty of the changing color of a rice field from the seedling stage, which is a light green, and when it's in the vegetative stage. After the application of the fertilizer, it, after a few days, it's become green, dark green, and when it starts to flower, there's a gradation of colors in the rice field. That's, it's, it's beautiful. Annie Barreto, a member of the Double Troublemakers team, actually lives very close to the rice survivor patties. Almost every morning of this inaugural rice survivor season, she would stop by the fields, maybe weed a bit, pick snails, just check up on things. I like also the wind and the birds, <laughs> the rice uh, stalk swaying with the breeze. Wait a second, I thought this rice survivor business was all about competition. You know, outsmart, outgrow, outdoors. We started off calling it a challenge, so it really never was a competition as such. Nicola Wunderlich is one of the facilitators of Rice Survivor at the Erie Training Center. We tried to measure teams and their successfulness, how to grow the crop, um, by looking at their profitability. So um, we did that because we thought, well, what is success for a farmer? And that means they need to get cash out of their crop or they need to make a living out of it. The other thing that we thought was very important and also is a measure of success is how much did people learn and from this challenge. For Rice Survivor, my, my own personal measure of success was did I learn something and get something out of the experience? And I did. That's Adam Sparks, a plant disease specialist and member of Team Hiahai. Whether or not we produced the best rice crop or the, the highest yielding, I still learned a lot. And that was, to me, that was what I went in for. The premise of Survivor, I think, is you compete with the other teams. Well, that's what I thought at first. Man Marqueda, who does rice crop modeling and is a team member of Haya High. But later on, Pakikisama become, became evident from the different teams. Just like in a community of farmers, what happens in one farm affects the other. We get to help one another so that's part of Pakikisama. It's more of smooth interpersonal relationship, but I think it's more than that. So in Rice Survivor, Pakikisama came in after we saw that we need to help one another in the farm. was one of the best things I've done since I've been here though. It's just a really good reminder that the real world isn't what you necessarily think it is. It's easy to sit and do research and say, oh, this is a good idea, but then in practice, it's not always practical. Um, I think a lot of connections have been made. So now people, if they have a question or a problem in their job, they know some other people who they can go to and ask for help, which they may have not ever known them before. I want to, to test myself. Do I have enough knowledge to give some technical assistance to these farmers? Here comes the rain, here comes some error in, in land preparation, here comes some diseases, some pests, 
and you have to deal with those. It's not just giving up. It doesn't mean that if you say ganyan talaga, you give up. It means you 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 deal with it, not give up on it. A special thank you to all the rice survivors from the inaugural 2013 dry season. It was great fun. For Erie Radio, I'm Michael Joyce.